right now. What's up, man? What's up, bro? What's up, what's up? How's it going, bro? It's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's up? I'm in the whip right now. So if you're watching the video, I'm about to head home. We just came from Food for Less. I'm with my grandma and my little cousin right now. Nice. Oh, shit. You just um got hella quiet. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. There's just, like, less background noise, so that's good. Okay, straight. Awesome. Cool. So let's uh let's get started with the introduction. Just go ahead and for everybody listening. What's popping, y'all? I'm Dana Moore. I'm a singer-songwriter, rapper, born in San Diego, California. And uh, I make music. Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of, that's it, right? Yeah. Dope. Yeah, so for my interviews, I always like to bring it back to day one for the first question. So what got you into uh, making music? Like, do you remember the moment that turned you from a fan to like, yo, I want to start doing this my own? Like, yeah. Uh, so I was like five years old mm -hmm. or six years old. Damn, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. And like, I wanted to write, a, I, I was watching BET with my uncle. And uh, it was 106 in part. I'm not sure if you remember 106 in part. Yep, of course, man. That was like, Freestyle yeah, yeah, Friday. That was like, you know, exactly. Freestyle Friday and Jin was on it. Dude. It was like five. Yes, I, was, dude, I remember and, like, seeing, and seeing Jin, I was like, oh, wait. Like, yo, this guy, like, he looks like me. Like, you know? Like, this, yeah. this is an Asian dude that's rapping right now. Mm -hmm. And then that same night that I saw Jin on TV oh, for the first time. Oh, man, man, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Uh, so yeah after seeing jen on uh 106 in park i was like all right i want to write my own stuff and then that's when i started uh doing my own thing and i wrote over the theme song the Mega Man theme song it wasn't good but i remember writing over it do you remember any lyrics from it yeah like writing lyrics for it. i don't even remember the lyrics i just remember like writing lyrics and that was when i was like mm -hmm. all right I'm going to just always do this and not tell anyone I'm going to do this. So I just started like writing raps when I was six. Yeah. And then when I hit 12, I asked my mom to buy me a mic because I was watching like Deep Pride and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just asked her to give me the same mic he had. And then just, that's where it started, bro. Just did that. Sorry, it was just YouTube videos and stuff at first? Yeah, it was, so it was just like YouTube videos. I would like rap over instrumentals. I wouldn't even post my face. Like I would just like have the audio and just post up the picture in a video. Yeah, I did the same shit on YouTube. I wouldn't tell yeah, anyone. Yeah. It was me. Exactly, exactly. So I, I like, no, I told people it was me when I was like 12, but like before yeah. I didn't tell anyone, like I just wrote. Yeah. But yeah, and like in sixth grade, I got in trouble. I didn't really get in trouble, but she like sent me to the principal's office for, for plagiarism on my own poem because she didn't believe that it was mine. Damn. And then like we had to sit there and like Google every line until she like believed that it was mine. Uh -huh. And she wasn't even like my real teacher. It was like one of those, my actual teacher got pregnant and she took maternity leave. So it was uh -huh. like a substitute, but a permanent substitute. Hey, but in a way, that's like the biggest yeah. thing. It was so good, she didn't even yeah, yeah. somebody so young could write it. Yeah, bro. So that, that was basically how I started, yeah. Dope. So you talked about Deep Fried. Who else well, were like your young influences artist-wise? Fabulous. Okay. Uh, Sierra, mm -hmm. what did I listen to a lot back then? It was, it's hard. Like, I, I, I was born and raised around a lot of hip hop because mm -hmm. of my uncles, but then I was around a lot of R&B too because of my aunts. Yeah. So like Keisha Cole, like I know a bunch of Keisha Cole songs. I know like, it's hard for me to think of it like on the spot right now, trying to think, but 
yeah, a bunch of like 2000s R&B, 2000s rap. That, that's where a lot of my influence came from. Yeah, I was going to sure. say your style is like the perfect blend of the two, like the more melodic R&B stuff and the yeah. bars, the lyrical hip hop. And that, that's my goal, bro. Like, uh, I still don't think I, like, I'm perfecting it to where I want it to be yet, but like I'm getting close. And my yeah. goal is to have like those old school R&B melodies into yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So what else was like a big influence, not just in terms of what you listen to, but like your family, like your city and how did all that affect you and what you wrote about? Yeah, for sure. So I'm from San Diego, California, um, which people like would assume is like a great area, you know, vacation home, vacation place and stuff. But I grew up in more of the affluent part of town. Mm -hmm. So um, I was uh, in Eastside San Diego, which is like City Heights. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of different gangs out here. So it just in general, like, uh, I, my, we didn't, we weren't the richest, so I had to always rock my uncle's hand-me-downs. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was younger, I used to get jumped a lot because I would be wearing, like, the wrong colors in the wrong part of the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were, but it wasn't even my fault. You know, like, it's just, like, we couldn't afford clothes. Like, I had to wear these clothes. Like, yeah. I didn't know they were bad. Yeah, it's just know? the situation that you were. Stuck. Yeah, it's just the situation, like, I was placed into. So that, like, had to make me grow up real quick. Um, yeah, and just in general, my family, like, they're, 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 like, hustlers. Like, my grandma has been, I think she, like, when she came out here, came out to the States, because I think they came out here in, like, the 70s, mm -hmm. she was slanging chickens out the back of the truck Damn. to other Asian people. Yeah, like, live chickens. I don't know where she got them from. I don't know where her and my grandpa got it, but she used to slang live chickens out the truck. Uh, they saved up to get a restaurant, sold Lao food for a bit. Um, and now we just kind of kick it. They, they, she still sells stuff, but like just low key, nothing crazy, you know, like catering for like parties and stuff, but nothing big, nothing like crazy, crazy like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like that definitely inspired me, like just seeing like everyone around my family hustle. Cause I've been basically working since I was like six, you know, like busting yeah. tables and stuff. But I didn't consider it work at that time. I was just chilling, yeah. you know, like that was just normal. Yeah. Just part so of I think being around, the, being around the environment of hustlers, like that when i was like 11 i remember watching the Nar uh naruto and if like you're into naruto uh it was the episode where sasuke and naruto fought where the first and second hokage fought or the first and the third hokage fought like mm -hmm. the statues and shit yeah and like right when the rasengan and jory hit at the same time my house got hit by a drive-by damn so like right when i hit the bullet almost hit my window i remember looking at my grandma because she yelled at me to get down and a bullet flew through the window. It almost hit me because I was, like, sitting on top of the couch. I wasn't sitting on the couch. Uh -huh. That shit almost hit me. And that's when I, like, I got down. And after that, I was just like, damn, I need to find a way to do something with my life, you know? And yeah. I, that was when I decided that I wanted to buy a mic and I wanted to, like, rap. Yeah, that's what builds that drive, that spirit to get out. Yeah, exactly. So the whole goal for my music is to, like, just get out of that environment, mm -hmm. you know? Or not be in the environment. Yeah, take them out and keep them safe. Yeah, I just took myself out in general. Okay, yeah. So from then to where you are now, what do you think has been like your biggest obstacle as an artist or just recurring? Like, you know, we always have those issues that just keep popping up. Yeah, that yeah. You always struggle with. Man, like in general, it's just like, I think it's just working and like self-doubt is probably my biggest. Yeah, the mental, big, mental game of it all. Yeah, like everyone could tell me that I'm doing dope and I will never feel like I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, right now, like, I'm having, like, one of the biggest songs. I have the number one song in Thailand, which is crazy. Like, that's okay. so crazy. But, but like, even 
right now, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. Like, I don't feel like I'm working hard enough. Like, how, how am I going to maximize this? Why, am I just going to write this out? Like, I can't write it out. I have to learn. I have to find a way to, like, make this bigger yeah. than what it is. Keep the momentum what's my next going. One? Yeah, what's my next one? That's why, like, you know, I mean, you followed me for, like, years now. So, you know, yeah. like, every day I'm always trying to upload something. And if it's not every day, it's, like, every two days or something. You know, like, I'm uploading yeah. frequently. For sure. I'm always trying to upload frequently. Whether it be a picture, whether it just be an update, like, I, I just... Like, I met all my best friends online, so I just consider everyone that listens to my music my friend. So, mm-hmm. and I just try to update everyone as much as possible. Yeah, I see you. You're very active on social media, which is like one of the things that whenever I'm lacking, I see you posting. I'm like, shit, I gotta get on my grind and post it up. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue into my next question, which is like, what's your daily life like now as an artist and where you are with your career? Obviously, you have things in your life outside of music. So. Yeah. Yeah. So right now. I wake up in the morning, I go help my mom. Oh, okay, I wake up in the morning, I wake up around five to six every day. I go for a run every day for about an hour to two hours. It just depends on how I'm feeling that morning. If I'm really groggy, I'll be like two hours because I'm just going to walk for an hour and then I'll actually run. But if I'm feeling it, then it's like I'll get up, I'll run for an hour, go to my mom's, help her out because she ships packages with food and stuff. So we ship her stuff out and then I go home. I work on music or I work on something music related or video related or try to learn something new. I try to learn something new every day, like a new uh, video edit technique, a new mixing technique. If it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me, but at least I tried it and yeah. I could say like, oh yeah, I tried this. It doesn't work. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I guess my daily life right now is just like, you know, look at social media, see if I have any, anything to post. If I do want to post anything, like if I'm trying to remix a song, like right now I'm just doing, Sorry. All right. Right now I'm doing a bunch of like just radio. Wait, wait, wait. Not, right now I'm doing a bunch of remixes. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then remixes, they're just like for fun. Like I yeah. just want to remix the songs I actually listen to, the songs I actually like. Yeah. You know, and just put my own spin on them, and people like it for what I see. Yeah. So that's what it's I. It's like the mix phase from back in the day where you just jack for beats and go exactly, on. Exactly. Exactly. That's like my biggest goal, bro. So right now, I'm trying to stack. I want to do collabs. I want to do so much stuff, bro. I want to have like a 2007, 2008 Little Wayne run, bro. When he was like, yeah. when he dropped, was it like 300 songs in a year, including features? Something like that's that. That's like, that's like a song every day, bro. Like that's crazy. So I'm trying to, I want that run without being annoying, like Lil Wayne, you know? Because, like, there's people that upload every day, and you're just like, oh, this is, like, a little bit, like, you know, it's a little too much. Yeah. So I just hope my content isn't too much for anyone that follows me or anything. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, like, That's you, my day like you. Perfect, man. Thanks for sharing. Um, next thing, I don't know if you're able to talk about this, because I know it's your job, but you were talking a little bit about videos, and I know you do some stuff for Hip Hop DX, so are you able to elaborate yeah. on that? Or I don't know if there's, yeah, like, so like yeah. yeah, so Hip Hop DX super cool super unexpected my homie jeremy heck that mm-hmm. i met making music off youtube me and him have been rapping together since i was like 15 16 and he was always a few years older than me mm-hmm. but we met on youtube we've always been friends we've always like you know showed love whenever there's like little accomplishments and mm-hmm. it just so happens that he became like one of their main content creators and yeah, i'm gonna say that name sounds so familiar he have you seen those uh those videos that like before they were famous yeah yeah, he used to be the co-host for that channel. With Michael McCrudden? Yeah, he was the other guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he used to oh. co-host that. 
Um, now he's a content creator for Hip Hop DX, and he just hits me up whenever there's like videos to edit, and they're not like crazy videos to edit. You know, they're they're pretty simple, so it's cool. It's cool little side money right now, and just like stacking that up. But it's cool just getting my foot in the door on like one of these dope blogs that like I used to follow yeah. all the time that I still submit to, and like exactly. I'm not sure if I can talk about this. Yeah, they just I don't want you to get in trouble, so. Yeah, I, they just got bought up by Warner, and I'm a, I'm like their freelance video editor, so I think I'm on like Warner's payroll, which is crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how that works out. That's how what I'm doing right now. Professionally, I was a video editor for about two years. I worked in the real estate marketing firm, so like I used to just do a bunch of like HDTV style videos, and that really taught me just the basics of like a storyline, B-roll, all that stuff, and that's what elevated me to be a better video editor. Now, I don't think I'm the best, but I think like I could. You know, I could hold my own. Yeah, for sure. And it worked out perfect because I see you starting to edit your own videos too with all the, remember that one with yeah. the newspaper edit? That was my favorite one. Dude, thanks, bro. That took I a long time. I think it was stuck in my ways, right? Yeah, stuck in my ways. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I remember that. That one took a while. That one, that one was actually the first of, of music video that I directed myself too. Dope. So like I was a director. I, I was an editor. I did like most of the motion graphics. I did have some help from a lot of my uh, coworkers at the time, which is dope having coworkers that know what they're doing and know like professionally like how to help yep. so like i had hope from them to just make it the best that it could be and like we had such a tight deadline bro i think we had a week i wanted to get that shit done in a week mm -hmm. so we like i was like yo we got to push it the uh my homie that helped me he was a little bit upset because we didn't get it like to perfect perfect but i was like bro like i i gave myself the deadline of a week i'm not going longer than that a week we're yeah. dropping yeah so we got it like 80% done. So the video's not even like 100%. It was 80% and it would drop. Yeah, but I mean, people don't realize how, like, unless you're really in it, they don't realize how much work goes into doing that video. And like exactly. a week is not a long time at all. Exactly, you know, bro, exactly. Shooting, editing, all that stuff. On top of uh, having a full-time nine to five, like I was, I was working, yeah. bro, I was grinding. I'm still yeah. trying to make new songs for more other videos and stuff, yeah. yeah. And just getting working. all the people in the room together with their like other life yeah. obligations, that's one of the hardest things I've noticed. There we go. Yo, my phone over here, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, no worries. Just wanna make sure everything's over here. So, hi, yo, so what's oh. good? Where we leave off, sorry about that. It's all good, man. Um, I want to bring you back to some music-related stuff. This question I asked all the performers that I have on here. What's your, because I know I have some funny-ass stories. What's your, like, biggest mess-up on stage? Biggest mess-up? Yeah, if you have any. Where you just fucked up and you, like, had to play it off or... How'd that I'm trying go? to think. My biggest mess-up on stage. Yeah, like forgetting lyrics or something? Dude, I forgot my whole second verse, bro, on, like, one of these, these old songs. Because, like, now I'm pretty good at it. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll mess up a line or two, but it's cool. But before, when I didn't know what to do, I would just, like, freeze. And this was the first time that I, like, was performing like that for a contest. It was, like, a kind of like one of those Battle of the Bands thing, but out in San Diego. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we had that, and, like, it was cool. I was, like, the youngest there. It was at a bar. Like, I wasn't even allowed to get in. They had to write an X in my name on my hand because i was only 16 so i had to wait outside till i perform go in and perform and come back outside and just wait Damn. until until the winners were announced and i didn't i didn't even place but i went up i messed up my lyrics but and they wouldn't have known i messed up if they had but they had like my actual lyrics that I had to send to them the night before yeah so like oh, i uh, so I freestyled on stage, but while I was freestyling on stage, it like 
yeah, I, I did good. I think like I, I saved it. Like no one in the crowd knew, mm-hmm. but they knew. You know what I'm saying? Like they had the lyrics. They're like, oh, these aren't the same lyrics. Mm-hmm. It was so, good that you were able to play it off of the crowd at least. Yeah, no, nah, see, at least I had the crowd. And I've always been someone who like tried to pay attention to the crowd because the crowd is kind of what drives the show in general, you know? Yeah, exactly. But trying to show love to the crowd is just big. Like win or lose, like I still did. I think I did a dope job and like I still killed it. Yeah. On stage. Yeah. For sure, because there's nothing worse than just like freezing and then you stop. You just repeat the same lyrics or freestyle or do whatever you can to just play cool. Yeah. That's dope. So, um, what about? I know you got your crew tribe. Uh, tell me about them. How'd you guys link up? Oh shit, you froze again. Yo. Sorry, I'm not sure what happened, bro. It just like froze. Yeah. Sorry, technical difficulties. But uh, I don't know if you caught it. But what I was gonna say was, tell me about a little bit about tribe because I know you got your crew. How'd you guys link up? I'm sorry. Uh, can you say that again? Yeah. Tell me about a uh, tribe. Like with Johnny and Izzy and all them, how'd you guys oh, like? Okay. So like, yeah, yeah. So Tribe, bro. Tribe is hella sick, and it's crazy how we met. So me and Johnny, uh, I live in this part of town now called Mira Mesa. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a like a suburban area in San Diego, more north. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and Johnny basically lived like five minutes away from each other, but we didn't know of each other until my homie on Facebook, Jesse, posted my song. Mm-hmm said I was from San Diego. Jesse's from North Carolina, by the way. So, yeah, and Johnny's friend with Jesse on Facebook, and he's like, yo, this guy's from San Diego? So Johnny hit me up, and then we talked about, like, collabing and stuff, and then he was like, yo, where are you at? I said, I'm in Mira Mesa. Oh, he said, me too. And I was like, yeah, bro, maybe I'll see you around. And coincidentally, that same night, I went to go sign up for a gym membership, and he was already working out. Oh, shit. That's funny. So me and Johnny just started working out together at the gym when I saw him that first time. And he's like, oh, shit, you're Dane. Like, I just, we just talked on Facebook. Uh-huh. So me and him got close. And there was another tribe member there, Tojo. Us three got pretty close just working out together. Mm-hmm. They liked my music. And then they already had tribe started. So I'm kind of like a new entry mm-hmm. to the tribe. And then they just added me in. The group was already there. And everyone was like hella cool. So I'm just lucky to be a part of that. It was just like a few artists and a producer group, basically. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I remember I met all you guys in. Um, I mean, I had known you before, but all them I met in Anaheim for the Naked Collective meetup at one time. Yeah, and you guys have been doing big shit ever since. I remember I saw you guys in out in Tokyo celebrating. Yeah, we, we were. Shows. How was that? Yeah, it's crazy. Like Tribe has been doing so well. Like we have members in Tokyo. We have members in New York. So going back to when you guys were in Tokyo, like I know that's a huge moment, and obviously you got your green tea and honey out in Thailand doing this thing. What would you say yeah. are like, the most pivotal moments in your career? Not just like music-wise, but anything that changed you, like the direction you went and stylistically, or just as a person, like things that changed your perspective. So I mean, I told you guys like how I started in general was uh-huh. already like a life-changing direction, like that. Yeah. I was getting shot at. That was that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Another thing that really got me was that's something pivotal that changed my life. And Nipsey Hustle, thousand percent Nipsey Hustle. My uncle used to pick me up from middle school, and I, I would love when he picked me up. Cause when no, just uh, cut off at around. Your uncle used to pick you up, and then cut off after that. My uncle used to pick me up from middle school in like this drop top, but not even drop top, just this hella low Honda Civic uh, hatchback. If you don't know, it's like an eight-minute-long song called "Bigger Than Life." Yep. And that, that was 
the one that made me like, yo, I need to do something bigger, bigger than just me. I was on X Factor when I was 16. Um, got all knows from all the celebrity judges. That was like the biggest blow to my ego ever. <laughs> Cause I thought it was super dope on 16. Another big hit moment. Being on the two like I got I got flown out to Korea. I met some of these like um, you got flown out to Korea for the uh Show Me The Money, right? Yeah, so I was on Show Me The Money mm -hmm. for two seasons, which is crazy. That was a very pivotal moment in my life. That was the first time I ever traveled internationally. Mm -hmm. And it was sick that the first time I traveled internationally was for music. Like, that was that's so dope to me. Um, and I guess since Show Me The Money, my biggest pivotal moment has been Green Team Honey now. Like, this is, the, this is probably the, uh, the other pivotal moment in my life, like hitting my first number one on any chart. Mm. Landing on any chart was this year. Um, That's huge. You know, like having a song that like people are dancing to on TikTok, and I, like I didn't pay any TikTokers. Like these are all people that are doing it organic. You know. Yep. That's um, the new marketing. That's like the new Instagram. That's point. what I'm saying. It's, TikTok is crazy. So like, just stuff like that, bro. Like, uh, that's probably changed my life for the better. Like this is definitely changing my life. I can see the trajectory where it's going. And that's why I'm putting so much pressure on myself to like, all right, what's next? Because there has to be a next. There yeah. has to be. Like, what am I going to do next? Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't yeah. be one of those dudes that like fall off after their first hit. Like, I refuse to be that. Yeah. So, I, I fully believe Green Tea and Honey is going to give me a platinum plaque. A thousand percent. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, that song is fire. I'm glad to see you. Thank you, bro. And I was going to ask, when you had, when you were writing it, did you know, like, yo, this is going to be the one? Or is it just, like, another song and, oh, shit, it popped off? I, so, when I wrote it, it was, like, I was, uh, my homie GC Beats, he's a producer on YouTube. Mm -hmm. He uploaded the beat, and then I heard it. It was, like, two minutes after he uploaded it. Mm -hmm. I messaged him on Instagram. I was, like, bro, that honey beat you uploaded? I need that in my email now. But he said, yo, I already thought of you when I made it. It's sent in your email already. Oh, shit. So I looked at my email, and then I was like, for show. Downloaded the beat. Wrote the hook, bro. Three minutes. And then, like, you know when it flows like that? You just know it's special. Yep. So when I wrote the hook, I wrote the verses. And I was like, damn, this one's, like, hella cute. Like, this one's going to get me hella girls. <laughs> well, I like <laughs> Like, girl fans, you know? Yeah. So I was like, this is, this is sick. This is the... This is definitely one of my ones, you know, like one of my better songs. Uh -huh. So after, like, I just, I just had a feeling about it. I knew it was going to be special. And like, honestly, bro, like after, because I mixed and mastered Green Teen Honey all myself. Yep. So even before Jarena was on, when it was just me and I knew I wanted a girl singer, but I didn't know who, I used to bump it like crazy. Like every day I would bump it. And I'd be like, yo, this is like, this is going to change my life. Like this one's crazy. Yeah. Like I've had songs before where they were like good, but this one's like Yo. Yeah, it's so infectious, that hook. Just... Dude. Yeah. And then, like, showing it to... Because, like, I grew up in a more affluent area, like I said. So showing it to my hood homies. Mm -hmm. And them even being like, yo. Like, I could see, like, this is, like, something. Like, this is crazy. Yep, it has so, a appeal to get all the demographics. Exactly. Exactly. So, like... Because my homies, like, they all listen to Mozzie. They all listen to, like, Nipsey and stuff. So Green Tea and Honey is completely out their lane. But they're like... Yo, even for me not liking this genre, like, I could tell this one's going to be crazy. Yeah. And that's when I knew, like, yo, I had something, and I just hoped I released it right. I got Jarena on it. 
um, just called her up because me and her have worked before. And I was like, yo, I got this song. Like, I really want you on it. I sent it to her. She sent me a verse back in 30 minutes. Yeah, you guys have like the perfect working pair. Because I remember Fade Away before this was one of your biggest ones too. Yeah, Fade Away was my biggest one before Green Tea okay. and Honey. And then Green Tea and Honey like five times that. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah. And congrats. That shit is going to keep going. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. So uh, what advice would you have now that you're at this point in your career? What advice do you have to your younger self? You talked about like the self doubt and all that. Is there anything else bro, that you could go back and tell him? Like, honestly, like I think of it like, like Nipsey. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon. You just got to keep going. And I already knew this when I was younger. That's the thing. So like, I guess the same advice is something that I already knew, mm-hmm. which is like, if you keep going, if you're consistently shooting shots, there's no way you're like, like you have to hit once. Like, yeah. you have to. There's no way. Persistence, consistency. And, like, you know, being an artist in general, bro, it's, it's – you're insane. Like, think of what you're doing every day and how much you're repeating it. Like, one song, repeating, the, repeating one song – sorry, bro, I was down to accident. This guy just pulled out the thing. Uh, so, like, what popped off was, like – I'm sorry, where was I? I forgot. Oh, just going over, like, consistency. Yeah, so consistency, persistence, like – that's that's the important part, bro. Is if you you have to have the drive, like, and listening to Nipsey, bro, like Nipsey was a really big influence on me. I remember he said that the difference between me and someone else is trying to make it right now is that I'm not giving up, and I haven't given up. Yeah. He's like, that's the only difference. He's like me and you, like we're all people, we're all the same, but the difference is like I'm not stopping. Like it has to hit sooner or later. It has to hit. Yeah. Definitely. So, I guess the advice I tell my younger self is just, like, just keep doing what I was doing, which is what I'm doing now, bro. Like, making music, learning how to video edit, learning how to – different things that will further my career. And I guess another thing that I would tell my younger self, or just anyone in general that's trying to make music, you need to do more than make music. If you really want to get your foot in the door, you need to do more than make music. Like, you have to be your own engineer. Like, there's – Make it so that when you get into a studio environment, they can't kick you out. Yeah. Like, what What do you, what are you? Like, okay, you're a writer. Are you a good one? No. Can you engineer better? Then be a good engineer, you know? Um, are, you a, are you a photographer? Are you a video editor? Like, what exactly are you? You know, what can you do that could help someone else? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But basically just try to make yourself an asset in uh in the group environment you want to be in you feel me and that's exactly what i try to do and what i strive for yeah that's definitely something i realized later on too that's solid advice to everybody you can't just be about yourself you gotta no exactly exactly that's how you network that's how you help other people and then eventually down the road they'll just come to you and extend that same hand exactly bro and like i don't know like i i hope I don't think of myself as a selfish person. Like, if I have the light, I'm going to try to sh- share it as much as I can, you know? Yep. Like, like I'll hit up homies all the time. Like, if you need a verse, bro, like, I got you. It's just, like, random people that hit me for a verse that don't know me that I'm like, yo, I do charge, you know? But, like, if it's a homie, like, I really nothing. Like, I don't want anything in return, bro, because I remember when I wanted the help. Yeah. No, that's something I really respect and admire about you is I always see, even by your post, just everything's about going back and taking the people that you started with with you and paying it forward to your family and all the people that are wrong with you. 
Bro, exactly. Like, I, ha I have a little homie who, like, I'm helping out right now. He's trying to start rapping, but he came to me personally. Uh -huh. He was like, yo, like, I'm part of a set. I'm not going to say what gang he's in, but he's in a gang. He's like, bro, he's like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I don't want to live like this no more. He's like, he's like, but I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I do be itching to go back on the field, you know? Like, like I want to be active. He's like, I just need to find a way to, like, not do that. You know, like, well, I, I need another outlet, bro. He's like, I was wondering if you could help me start making music. Me and him just started making a song. We just finished our song. You know, I'm 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 scouting music video directors for our music video right now. Like I'm trying to, because if I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna try to bring my my neighborhood with me, which is I guess is also a flaw because, like, you never really know who in the neighborhood really likes you. You know, like, like there's people who actually fuck with you, and there's people who fuck with you to your face. Yeah, for their own yeah. exactly, and they won't like, like they won't. Like, they'll kill you. Like, honestly, like, fuck it. Like, we're both in the same environment, but you made it out? What makes you special? You feel me? When what makes me special is what I've been telling you just to keep grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's tragic that, like, I mean, you can see it happen with Nipsey, with all these other great artists. Dude, when Nipsey died, bro, I remember the day Nipsey died. I just got back from a show in Texas. Johnny took me out to go eat for my birthday at... Uh, Gyokaku, which is a like Japanese barbecue spot. I'm pretty sure yep. they have it. Yeah. So, so Johnny took me out, bro. And I remember reading the tweet, the first tweet I saw that said, Nipsey just got shot nine times. Pray for him. I forgot who tweeted it, but I got chills all over my body. Like my heart dropped. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, like not Nipsey. Like that makes no sense. Like why Nipsey? You know, 20 minutes later, confirmed dead. And like, bro, I went into the bathroom of that restaurant. I cried for a good like 30 minutes. Like that, like, like someone in my family died. Like I was like, you know, like Nipsey was my hero, bro. So hearing like that Nipsey died, bro, that was, that was fucking crazy, bro. I still can't believe it. Not Nipsey, you know? Yeah. I mean, Especially with what he was doing. Like when Easy dropped or Tupac or all those guys back in the day, that's that same magnitude of... That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, yeah, exactly. And, like, I will say, I've said this since 2012. So anyone who gets mad at me saying this is fine. I don't care. This is my opinion as a boy from San Diego, California. Nipsey was, like, a, a new generation Tupac. thousand yeah. percent. The yeah. game he was giving, what he was doing. Like, dude, Nipsey was a Tupac. Like, yeah. Tupac-level artist, for sure. Life, like, aura that he had and influence. Exactly. Just, like... And that's what I, like, sadly, like, you know, I, w I was still finding myself as an artist at that time when he passed away. And that was last, like, 2018, 2019 when he passed. And now I feel like the type of artist I want to be is the same exact kind of artist that he was. Yeah. I was going to say the best way to, like, pay your respects is to do what you're doing, mentoring the young kids and just paying it forward the same way that he would have done. Bro, exactly. And that's why, like, you know, like, there's people that hit me up on Instagram just talking about like, yo, I can't afford a MacBook. What can I do? I was like, what do you have? Do you have an iPhone? Do you have an Android? Like what you got, bro? Yeah. Here's the YouTube video. Cause I study this shit. Like I study this shit religiously because I also enjoy it. Like I love finding new ways to make music, bro. Like right now I'm doing a challenge where I want to start recording everything on my iPad. Like I want to get off my computer for a bit. Like I'm going to start recording, mixing and mastering on my iPad just to say I could do it. Just yeah. to say I can still get the same quality of stuff that I do on my laptop, on my iPad, and I can do that on my iPhone. I can do this anywhere, bro. You know, like, 
Yeah. Like, I am the studio. You take me where I need to be, I am the studio. Like, we don't need to go to the studio. I'm here. Yeah, such a good creative exercise to just impose those limitations on yourself. And, like, even without the help or the aid of whatever device, like, I can still... You take me out of the studio, but you can't take the studio out of me. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I strive for, bro. I just... My goal is to inspire, always. And I'm pretty sure, like, if you follow me on my post, you know, like, my thing is, like, inspire give it back to my hood, watch my hood come up. Oh, yeah. Watch my family come up. Watch everyone else come up around me because what's success if you're not sharing it? Yeah. You know? And, I, and like, a lot of people, they don't know that, like, I'm not, you know, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a very nice guy. Like, I'm, I, I pride myself in being a nice guy. Mm. But if it really came down to it and we really had to scrap, like, bro, like, I am from the hood. Like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> like, if you want to go, we can go. Yeah. And, and like, not a lot of people know that side of me. Everyone thinks, like, who I am is, like, green tea and honey all the time, which is, you know, that is a part of me. I love making songs like green tea and honey. Yeah. But it's not, like, that's not all I am, you know? Like, that's just one aspect of my artistry. Yeah, of course. As a human, you're multidimensional and you have those sides. Exactly. And it's not exactly. like you have to bring out that that side of you all the time, but it's good to have when you do need it because especially in this industry, people will try to take advantage and like you were Ooh, talking exactly. about, fuck with you to your face, but behind the scenes, they're just trying to one-up you for their own benefit. Exactly, exactly, bro. Sadly, yeah, it's like that. So, you know, always stay 10 toes down, always stay real to yourself. Don't burn bridges, but be cautious of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. So, I mean, that's, a, that's all the questions I had. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about or plug some new music. Any? Sure. What's up? I got, I got a new song coming out called Quarantine Queen. Okay. Super dope. I know it's, it's a funny title. Quarantine Queen is with my homegirl, Angel. Um, she's actually dropping it. It's her song. I'm featured on it. But it's my first major, uh, major label release. We're dropping it with uh, Warner Music Philippines. Oh, shit. So, you know, my first major, major label release, we're doing that. Um, you know, anything to plug, man. Like my Instagram, you know, I got hella music. I drop music every month. <laughs> I've been dropping music every month for like eight months. So I have hella songs. If you guys don't know, I have like so an EP out at Dana. Yeah, at Dana Mar everywhere. You know, you can find me Spotify, Twitter, Instagrams, yeah. OnlyFans, <laughs> anywhere, bro. You feel me anywhere? <laughs> uh, you got the website danamar.com or I, okay, that's that's the only thing I don't got. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I need to build one, but it's also like, do I really need one? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do I really need one? I'm, I'm so on the fence about it. I got to research a little more. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be good if you got like merch that you want to start putting. That's out. why. That's a big part too. I'm actually am working on merch right now, and like, I'm working on starting my own production company. Dope. So, so that's a big goal of mine. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about just going full freelance after, because I lost my job due to COVID. So my goal is just to like, all right, bro, I've always wanted to like do this shit by myself. Now I got the experience. Now I know what to do. Now I know who to hit up. Now I know how to hit them up. Yeah, take the training wheels off. Just Exactly. And just go off, bro. And like, <clears throat> I've been freelance for about two months now. I'm doing pretty well, bro. I think I'm doing okay. Like I'm, I'm doing pretty good, you know? Yep. Yeah. But I guess that's it. Thank you all for listening. I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties, bro. I'm not sure if you have to cut out hella shit, but. It's all good. I just paused it during that when your phone overheated. So uh, when I linked the clips back up, if I had to like edit anything, I'd drop it up. For sure, for sure. Episode in the vault before I could put this one out. But after that, I'll tag you and everything and we share it around. 
That's straight, bro. Yo, um, it's been dope. What is it? Yo, yeah, it's good. Solid conversation. It make I see like your entrepreneurial spirit and hearing you talking about your family, like it all makes perfect sense now. Just growing up in that environment, and I definitely relate to that and identify with it. But like seeing Thanks, what you are now and wearing all the different hats, like we talked about. Like, exactly, bro. Just trying to like, yeah, find value in yourself. Once you find value in yourself and you love yourself, bro, no one can take that away. And no one's perfect. You feel me? Like if you can't. No one's perfect. You're not going to love yourself all the time. There's a lot of times I hate myself too, you know? But as long as the times of me loving myself outweigh the times of me hating myself, I'll be good. I think that's some, some dope advice to just drop out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We got yeah. a bunch of gold in here that I'm going to chop up and start posting on my yeah. Instagram. Yeah, bro. I'm down. I'm down. For sure. Dude. Yeah, for sure. Is that it? Or is yeah. that... Unless there's anything you wanted to ask, but that's all I got. Nah, that's it, bro. How are you doing, though? I'm chilling, man. Trying to make the best of this time. Obviously, like, I'm not working much. I'm fortunate to still have a couple days where I go in, but I'm just cooking up, working on my music, trying to practice, like, working That's on dope. Merch, trying to get into... I still got to get that verse for you done. Do you, you oh, fuck yeah. with that verse, though? Yes, I do. Okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. I was like, all right, this shit's hard. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, to the, everybody who's listening, that's another one. I don't know when that'll be out, but... We got our collab coming. Yeah, world. we got we got one. We finally locked one in. I'm sorry it took so long. Yeah, My fault. No, <laughs> but, but, like, we got it? Yeah. Yeah, no, you had a lot on your plate, so I don't believe it at all. For sure. Yeah, man. Stay safe throughout the rest of hey, this. Hey, you too, bro. You too. Yeah. Stay good. Stay good. Peace out, dog. So, later. Yeah.